pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Tweet Bag. You send your questions in and we answer them. Like no other radio segment ever. It's the Tweet Bag on the Connor Happer Show. We do realize that we're having some app problems again. And we have the best minds available working on it. The best minds. The best minds available. Oh. (laughs) I I think we're in the uh, trying to figure out what's going on stage, but we're... I will, we on. have tried turning it off and turning it back on yes, again. Yes, we have. We've tried many of the buttons. So we are into deep troubleshooting right now. All right, time for the tweet bag. Get your tweets in. Still room for however many more you want to throw in there. We let's The more rapid fire we could go on these things, the better. And then we'll, uh, we'll rip a few of them off, and we will just continue on with our lives. So throw them at us. Mm. Josh, what do we got? Ah, Reach in. I was, ty- I was typing. Uh, we got an email from Kip. Kip. Hi, Kip. What is more satisfying? Finally dislodging something that was stuck in your teeth or taking your shoes off after a long day? Whoa, I love this question. Yeah, I'm going to go with the teeth. Uh, that's where that's where my head was at as well. I'm going to go with the teeth. It, it's just it's it's a it's a rarity score. It's really it's really quite nagging. You know, like I get it in the back of. Um, like the back bottom row, like back by where the wisdom tooth would be, I suppose. And it kind of gets trapped in there a little bit. And I'll just, I'll spend minutes and minutes. I can't do anything else. Minutes and minutes and minutes, which feels like hours and hours and hours, just trying to reach my tongue back there and and knock it out and knock it out and knock it out. But when it finally does come out and then you spit that thing out, whatever it might be, it's probably just a Dorito or it'll a, a snack of some sort. That feels amazing taking your shoes off after work is a pretty good one as well taking my pants off anytime is a great one. Oh yeah can i throw that into the equation because we've been pants boys for a while now the pants boys pants boys josh decided you know what pants are canceled the just it's the, shorts day the denim was just so heavy i just couldn't do it another day it and but here's the problem when it gets cold again which it will your pants got to go back on it's true and it's going to be extra painful when you when you have to do that. So I'm going to wait a I'll little probably, while longer. I'll probably wean myself into it, like wear some some joggers or something, and, sure. then, and then go denim the next day. Sure. So I, I'm going with the I'm going with the junk in the tooth, <laughs> and I'm not a huge toothpick guy. I, I'm not either. I'll grab one at a restaurant. I was in my youth. I'll grab one at a restaurant when when they're available to me. I really like the ones that have like the mint yep. on it. Mm-hmm. Those are dope. But outside of that, I, I mean, um, I don't have toothpicks on deck at my house. By no. the way, just quick tooth question while we're on tooth. Okay. Do you floss? 
uh, are, is my dentist listening? No. No, not really. I have those. Now, when you say not picks, when you say not really, do you mean never? Is my mom listening? No. It's just us, baby. No. No, I don't. I don't floss. I I don't. Straight up, don't. Should I? Yes, I I understand the ramifications. I don't feel like it's that bad of hygiene to not floss. It's not like the dentist expects it a little bit. It's it's more about the dentist. It's less about the hygiene, because the like your breath's not going to smell bad. If you're not flossing, brushing your teeth will take care of the things that aesthetically needs to happen. Right. In order for you to just look presentable out in public. But for the dentist, yeah, you might want to take something through there. Yippee says the water flosser is big time. Although water pick, I did get one of those a while ago just for the novelty of it. Mm -hmm. And it's been collecting dust for a period of time now. My wife has one. She says it's very, uh, it's very strong. Strong stream. It, oh yeah, it's yeah, it shoots that stuff at you. You got to be careful. If you miss, and all of a sudden you got the water pick in your eye, you're in deep trouble. Ooh, yeah, you're in deep trouble. Oh, thank you. Uh, by the way, a couple comments here. Oh, uh, dope. Are we saying dope now? I don't know. I just dropped that one in there. Why yeah. not? Also, from Jefferson Steelflex, it's just us, baby. Uh, just, well. Just want to make Josh feel comfortable. It's just us, baby. Uh, we go to a question from Jefferson Steelflex. The aforementioned Jefferson mm-hmm. Steelflex. If you were given the opportunity to name the expansion NHL team in Omaha, what would you name it? And what sponsor patch would be on their jersey? Great follow-up question. Mm. Well, I mean, like, does it have to... Do you want the sponsor to be representative of the area of the of the region, you know, of the of Nebraska? Then you know what you have to do. <laughs> right? Up. You yeah, I mean, you know what you have to do. Um I mean, a, a company with deeper pockets would buy that patch up, right? Berkshire I mean, Hathaway, uh PayPal Kiwit, uh, yeah, Kiwit, um, uh, Mutual. Mm-hmm. What else? Mutual would be a good one. They uh, like to huddle. Like to advertise nationally. Yeah, you know something like that. Werner. So there, there, there's more corporate options, uh-huh. but if you're going for the real Midwestern flair, there's you know you know what you have to do. And the tricky thing about naming the team, you can't go Knights. No. No, I, I, I wouldn't want to do that. That anyway. name is taken. I think you have to find in order if you're if you're naming a professional, like a major professional sports team, you want to very, very carefully straddle the line between, you know, new age, funny, you're kind of making a joke about it, and there's a lot of like mascot opportunities in there and the the kind of like regality of the whole thing. Like you want to make it sound mm-hmm. professional but also sound fun. And you don't want it to be like Eagles. Right. You know? Which I'm, I love the Eagles. I'm a central eagle. But you just you want to been be Been done creative. to death. Right. We, we've done it enough. How about, and this has already been a team name in this market, but it would fit with a sport that's played on ice like hockey. What about the Mammoths? Omaha Mammoth. Josh, I, I kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of like it. If if you know your Nebraska history, if you know your dinosaur history here 
in this state. Jo- trust me, Josh knows his dinosaur. Tons of woolly mammoth were found in the state of Nebraska. It was once uh, Nebraska was once covered in ice. Yeah, you could go like the buffaloes or mm-hmm. something like that. Would you make like an ag reference in there? Because I don't think I would, I would want to stay away from that. It feels I small would town. too. It I wouldn't want to go that on the nose uh-huh. for Nebraska. I think you can do a Midwestern Nebraska flair and owed a hat tip to Nebraska without straight up calling it the corn guys or you know whatever you're going to do in that right. regard. I like that, Josh. I'll sign off on that. Okay, thank I'll, you. I'll go with mammoth. I appreciate it. Would you, would you say mammoths or mammoth? Uh, whatever the plural is, I'm not quite sure. Well, I mean, is it is it literally a mammoth or a is it just the idea of being mammoth? I, I would like it to be a literal mammoth. Because don't the, don't the, doesn't the, isn't like they're, they're a Colorado lacrosse team that is the mammoth? The, I think they're the mammoth, not the mammoths. Maybe I'm wrong on this. The Denver mammoths. Colorado the, mammoth pro lacrosse team. Just mammoth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Their logo is an M and the bottom of the M kind of curls up to reveal some tusks. What do you think about that? The the idea of like naming your team instead of after a thing, a tangible thing that you can touch, uh, a, a, an emotion, a feeling, right? A size. A si- <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of cool. That's kind of uh-huh. creative. I uh-huh. like that. It's different. Definitely. All right, maybe go with Mammoth. Uh, Ethan on the tweet bag. Ethan! Do you rotate your plates, cups, cutlery in your kitchen, or do you always have the go-to top plate, if you will? How often do you think your bottom plate in the stack that gets used? That is an awesome question. It is. I'll tell you what. I go through all my forks. All yep. my, When the forks, are, it much, the forks are like underwear. The forks are the underwear of the utensil drawer. When you're done with the forks, it's time to do the dishes. When you're done with the underwear, it's time to do the laundry. That's my best analogy I've ever made. How did you word this? Are forks the underwear of the utensil world? Yes. Okay, that poll question is up at Happer Show. Yes, yes. The the utensil drawer, whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best analogy mm-hmm. I've ever done right there because it's it's I so I go through all the forks. Yep. I go through nothing else. Bottom spoon never sees the light of day. Uh, bottom plate never sees the light of day. Bottom uh-huh. bowl never sees the light of day. Back row cup never sees the light oh, of day. Oh yeah, never, never. I never use, have, I use, never will. I use four cups, three plates. Um, we have two spoons and eighteen forks. We have four. I guess you would call them real dinner plates, proper dinner plates, right? Uh, ceramic, maybe, is what they're made out of. Sure. Uh, and four plastic dinner plates, and we use the plastic ones. We we use paper plates probably 70% of the time. When I was at your point in life and marriage, yep, paper plates, er day. What, what happened? Uh, we had a kid, and we were like, maybe we shouldn't use paper plates anymore. And then we were like, you know, this costs a lot of money using paper plates every day. We... Why the, why the kid make you use plates? Well, you know, you you want to make the kid like, okay, this is this is how the world works. You can't just do whatever you want. <laughs> That's a little meta for me, Josh. Sure. I don't know. Well, but, I don't know. Quite frankly, wasn't my idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. It, it, 
no no bottom plate. Absolutely yeah, not. Never. Never seen the light of day. Uh, Simba tweets in. Simba, my guy. Uh, should I spend money on a fence for the dog or Disney World for the kids or put it all on Nebraska ball and Creighton making the Sweet 16? Okay, not the third option. Yeah, don't do that last one. Let's throw that right out. Yep, just go ahead and go process of elimination uh-huh. here. My follow-up question would be how old are your kids? It. I'm going to guess a region because I know Simba, um, like, I'm going to guess, like, seven and four or eight and five, somewhere in there. Two daughters. You could probably stand a go, wait a year or two before you go to Disney. I mean, that young one might not fully take it in, you know? Oh, boy. That'd be pretty impressionable, though. Five? Five, I'd, I'd remember Disney at five. Yeah. I think I went to Disney at very young, and then I went like when I was twelve-ish, and I st- like I think I've- I went at eight and twelve. Eight and twelve. Eight Something would have been like right. That. Yeah, eight, eight would have been very yeah. impressionable. Okay, but let's go back to the fence thing real quick. The, so the window. Ha- the window is just opening for Simba to go to. That's Disney true. World. You might have opportunities. What's the deal with the dog and the fence? Do you have the dog, or are you considering buying a dog and then the requisite fence for oh, the dog? Okay. I don't know I how you took thought that. Of that. It, because if that is the consideration, go to Disney World. Yeah, if you don't have the dog yet, you don't need the dog. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't. You don't need well, the dog. Well, Connor Happer quote: "You don't need the dog. You don't need the dog. <laughs> go to Disney World." You could have sold your tickets to the Nebraska-Iowa women's bat. Maybe this is how he came into all this money. Mm. He sold his tickets to the Nebraska-Iowa women's basketball game and was like, I'm sitting on a pile of cash. What do I do with it? <laughs> I saw some people last night who were like, yeah, sorry I wasn't at the game last week and I sold my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and they were diehards at the game last night. That's that's for sure. But they it was money they couldn't pass up. Mm. More than 500 bucks in some Whoa, cases. Oh, hi. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, Yippie says, get the fence and take the kids to Lion King at the end of the month at the Orpheum. Get the fence and take the kids to Lion King. Is this like one of those, you have $12 to create a a perfect thing for your kids? Create your perfect life for your child (laughs) with $15. But, but, but the Disney world trip costs nine bucks Uh and then you just have to like scrap together for the rest of it. Then you're like, "Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Disney world. That's my, that's my vote. Disney world traveling. I I had the great fortune of traveling a lot as a kid with and my parents took me on road trips and because we would visit family in the East Coast I th- I genuinely believe this is dead serious that I'm a better human for that for seeing other parts of the world and for seeing just things along the learning learning as you go I I genuinely genuinely believe that I am better for that Simba has responded off to Disney there you go. Simba is an advice taker. There we go. Uh, Matt tweets in. Hey, Matt. When ranking anything in life, movies, TV shows, food, etc., would you say that two and a half out of five stars is the baseline for average? Uh, short answer for me, Matt. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my short answer is no. Ooh. I used to, I, I have this scale where, like, it's it's technically a zero to ten scale. With decimal points, you know, so you can use you can use the points in there too. But I always said that seven and a half was average. 
Oh. Does that make any sense? No. No. It, none none I under, at all. I understand that it doesn't make any sense. Okay. But I always felt bad g- giving a a like a, a 50% rating to a beer that I thought was fine. You know, we're talking about uh, we were talking about beer on this podcast. It's right? a it's a mid beer, so yeah, it's But I always thought that giving it if if I gave it 5 out of 10, that was not representative of how positively I looked upon at uh, looked upon it as like I will drink an average beer a whole bunch so I felt like it, it should start at seven and a half and then it gets really really hard to push beyond that I never have rated anything a 10 out of 10 but basically anything below five is useless so it doesn't matter what you put in there <laughs> so you're kind of wiping out half the scale but yeah. I don't know I had a I had this whole theology for this thing um and it, it's it's definitely it. stupid Mike tweets in. Hey, Mike. What's your go-to at QT? Uh, egg roll, two egg rolls and a Diet Coke. Mm. Nice. That sounds that sounds nice. I love the egg rolls off the roller grill. Yeah. Sue me. Now I want egg rolls off the roller grill. I like egg right rolls. Now. I, I, admittedly, they're not the best egg rolls in the world, but they're a quick egg roll. And I imagine they're relatively inexpensive. Yeah, I think two for three. Oh, two for three. That's nice. Yeah. Don't sleep on the roller grill, guys. No. I've been telling you about the roller grill for a long time. <laughs> uh, what kind of texts you got over there? On oh, we got a few. I got some emails, too. Oh. Emails. Uh, Pedro's back. Hi, Pedro. Hi, guys. Connor, the Creighton game was great. Now, today, do you feel like the kid that told Ferris Bueller he couldn't go with him on his day off because he had an English test? Thanks, Pedro. I oh. said to somebody last night, I am both the happiest and saddest person in the world at the same time. and Because I get FOMO. I hate seeing people have fun. Then I'm not there. I hate it. I can't stand it. Can can I? I'm sorry. This is bad producing by me. Can you repeat everything Pedro said? I'm sorry. Right when you started reading it, I saw Pete Crow Armstrong's hair for the first time. Yeah, it's blue. It's blue. Do you feel like the kid that told Ferris Bueller he couldn't go with him on his day off because he had an English test? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And then I and then I shot into this thing about how I am the happiest and the saddest person on planet Earth. And I'm just I'm I'm, I'm ultimately my the thought that I leave with is I'm very happy that Creighton won last night and I could just take solace in that. But am I incredibly jealous and sad that I wasn't able to take part in the festivities? Yes, yes I am. Yeah. Yes I am. Absolutely. I was filled with sadness. Now luckily you I ha- get FOMO. I get FOMO. Sure. I tell people this, I get FOMO. I'm so sorry. I, I I just get really jealous. You you had a lot of time to mentally prepare for this is going yeah, to happen. But not even in my wildest dreams. I like I thought Creighton was gonna win and I was convinced. But to do it the way they did Ooh, shot quality just released their graphs from the. Oh, game last I wonder night. how good it was. <laughs> Pretty good. They were expected to shoot thirty-seven percent, and they shot fifty-four percent. Really, only expected thirty-seven. Uh-huh. I thought they generated some pretty good stuff last night. It wasn't just like them making a bunch of junk. I figured it would have been higher than that. Nothing brings me more pain to post something that shows Creighton playing overexpected because it's quite often the opposite. But you aren't going to have many more games where you shoot fifty percent from three, no matter how good your shooters yeah, are. Yeah, he's he's right about that part. He's but I thought they generated better looks than mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let's see. A couple people throwing in names on the hockey team. Um, Brian says the Mamps would have a rivalry with the Predators. Yeah, Omaha, Nashville. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Cody says most original name and not used yet, the Nebraska hockey team. Thank you. I'll take my prize now. <laughs> Hayden, the Omaha Cattlemen. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, here's a different question, for, question from Christopher. If football was similar to baseball, but Nebraska was semi-professional, who would be your feeder school for Nebraska, and what NFL team would Nebraska associate with? Okay. Oh, okay. So basically, we're we're if, living in this post-apocalyptic football world where college is AAA, college is NFL light, and then we have the smaller colleges or high school teams that are feeder programs for. Nebraska would love to see Iowa Western be a nice double A team for somebody. Oh boy. I just don't, I don't want to even entertain that question because wow. I hate it so much. Wow. I hate that. Sad. Don't you hate that? Is it, it's post-apocalyptic. I mean, yeah, but it's like, it's like that movie where Justin Timberlake doesn't have any money, but he has time in time, in, in time where he was a mere four years old. Younger than his mom. That's not a world I want to live in. I don't like that. I don't want to think about it. I'm sorry. I wish I could entertain it more, but I can't even wrap my head around the idea of it. I'd like to see them be the Lions feeder team. Sure. Not the Chiefs. No. Even though that'd be the easy one. No. Not the Chiefs. We all agree, not the Chiefs. Right. Uh, John emails in. Hi, John. Two questions. This is question number one. This is 2024, correct? Yes. Yes. Good first question. We'll get to this later, but I love the question. How does Northwestern not know where they're going to play their home football games for the 2024 season when they have known for a long time that their home stadium would no longer exist? <laughs> we'll dive into that in in just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I saw this the on show. the rundown sheet, and it got on there late. Yeah. Uh it's pretty funny. I don't know anything about this, so I'm excited to learn. It's pretty funny. Um, and then we get a tweet bag one from earlier that I didn't want to forget because it, obviously the person took the time. It was yesterday. Uh, Alex. Hi, Alex. What's a more impressive win for Creighton? Beating UConn, parentheses, Connor was right, or beating Nebraska at PBA? GBR, Al in Minneapolis. Well, according to the... According to the quad system, do you want to go down this road? According to the quad system, um, it's UConn. <laughs> oh, really? And then it's Alabama, who has a net of five this morning. And then it's Nebraska, and then it's Xavier, and then it's Butler, and then it's Seton Hall. Those are all their quad one wins at this moment. It's a lot of... So I'm going to say UConn. Now, I do, do want to say this. The net isn't everything, Connor. Oh, I'm aware. Sometimes it's about how good you're playing. Last night, I was a little bothered by something. So, we live in a world where, admittedly, the two fan bases, Creighton and Nebraska, they don't get along very well. And when Creighton loses, it's Nebraska's favorite day of the entire year, right? But what I saw last night was a lot of people from various 
fan wearing various different colors, claiming that Nebraska as a state was a basketball state and basically saying, look at the state of Nebraska. It's where number one teams come to die. And yet you're sitting there laughing when Creighton loses a basketball game or when they don't win by enough or when Mm -hmm. they're stressed out or when something happens to their basketball program and yet taking credit for when they win against the number one team in the country, I say, get the hell out of here with that garbage. (laughs) That made me triggered last night. Nebraska, this had nothing to do with you. Nothing. Am I supposed to say rent-free right here? No, you can say whatever you want, Josh. Maybe you don't agree with me. I I don't know. Uh, But I'm like, this is not about the state of Nebraska in any way, shape, or form. I I get the bleep out of here with that. I understand your sentiment. I thought it was a nice piece of unity. We can't agree about anything in society. I I just want to be consistent. That's all. I just want to be consistent. That is a fair expectation from you. Thank you. I thought so, too. This is you can't do that. I saw you can't you can't parachute in and be like, look, it's Nebraska, it's the basketball state. I love our friends from down the road at Creighton. When meanwhile, 364 days a year, besides this one, when they beat the number one team in the country, you're like cursing them and saying, ah, that's a, it, it, we you know they don't agree like politically or like they are they make fun of them because they drink wine at basketball games or wine and cheese, all like all this stuff. I said wine and cheese for everybody. Like it gets awfully, it did very well. It gets awfully personal quite a bit. I see this in my mentions all the time. And yet here is the state of Nebraska, the greater state of Nebraska taking some sort of credit for the fact that, that Creighton be the number one team in the country last night. No, no, no. If we're separate, then we're separate. So I think you're right. I want to be crystal clear on that. However, I liked that both teams have that win over number one because I love that too. I love that, had, but it doesn't. They don't. They don't have anything to do with each other. Had Creighton lost last night, oh, the yeah. Husker fans would have said what today? You're definitely right about that. Oh, can't beat number one in your own building. Come on, you're definitely right about that. That's all. Just thought I'd get that off my chest a little bit. That's the tweet bag. Thank I'm happy you. to give you that outlet. Thank you for participating. Good uh, bag, y'all. We'll come back. Uh, we will talk a little bit about that aforementioned Northwestern schedule. Uh, Robin Washett still set to join at one. The Huskers are back in action tonight. They're on the road at Indiana. Uh, still plenty to come in the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.